Happy October 30th, everyone. Welcome to Midwest Horror Network's October 2020 special, where we talk about all of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes. Today we are talking about Treehouse of Horror 30, which is going to be our last one for a little bit because Treehouse of Horror 31 was delayed to November 1st due to a baseball game. But be sure to tune in to our YouTube channel tomorrow for a nice little surprise in place of our discussion of Treehouse of Horror 31. And of course, we'll be getting our discussion of Treehouse 31 out to you guys as soon as we are able to. You can listen to what we've had to say about all these previous episodes wherever podcasts are available or on our YouTube channel and hear about all the ups, downs, middle-of-the-road segments, everything we've had to say about The Simpsons' Treehouse of Horror up to this point. I, I agree. Uh, my, this is definitely something I'm very glad I did, and I never want to do it again. It was definitely a challenge to get 30 of these things watched and a full discussion on each one recorded, releasing one a day every day this October. So we're not doing one a day for the next 10 years? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, before we begin our discussion on today's episode, if you've liked what you've heard from us so far and you haven't yet, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and you'll see all of our other content, past, present, future. All right, so let's get right into it. Uh, the intro for this episode of Treehouse of Horror, uh, which this was also the 666th episode of The Simpsons. Somebody cute Iron Maiden. Yep. And it starts with kind of a spoof of the omen. Marge gives birth to a baby boy, and Homer is concerned that Bart having a little brother would be like introducing Dracula to Frankenstein, so he doesn't want that to happen. So Dr. Hibbert offers him instead a baby girl whose mother passed away while giving birth. But he warns Homer that the baby, who is Maggie, by the way, has tested positive for evil, and Maggie, using telepathic powers, shoves Hibbert into some sort of... Baby incubation chamber? Yeah, some kind of incubation chamber, and basically fries him into dust. So then Homer brings Maggie home, and he's introducing her to her room, and he puts up a Nemo poster and says to her, You're just like Nemo. His mother died at the beginning, too. And he looks in the mirror and he sees that Nemo spelled backwards is Omen, which frightens him. And he puts up a race car poster and it turns out race cars are palindrome, which also frightens him. That poster comes down showing the Nemo Omen poster again. Maggie's doing evil things that are kind of similar to the Exorcist spoof from a previous episode of Treehouse of Horror. And she uses like a lizard tongue to eat a bird. And she coughs up the bird onto Homer, and Homer calls down to Marge, I fed the baby. <laughs> Cut to Maggie's birthday party. Um, Jimbo, Kearney, and Shauna hang themselves, as reference to the famous birthday party scene of mm. The Omen. And then begin to try to have a threesome? After hanging themselves. Yeah, they're just Yeah, they're just hanging out. in midair, and they're starting to fuck each other, essentially. What did you, what did you call it, Zach? Eiffel Tower in the sky. 
Or the Hanging Tower of Eiffel. I like that second one better. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Uh, Ned Flanders (laughs) begins to suspect that Maggie is evil or the Antichrist, and he wonders if it's wrong to kill a child. And then Maggie uses her powers to turn Rod and Todd Flanders into emo kids. And Ned says to himself, looks like I'll be digging three graves. (laughs) Looks like I'll be diddling three graves tonight. So then cut to a church, and this is, of course, referencing the church at the end of the Omen movie. Ned's about to kill Maggie with a knife, and Marge and Homer come barging in, and Ned says to him, Look, she bears the mark of the beast, and moving some of her hair aside reveals a Mickey Mouse birthmark. (laughs) That was so funny, it hurt fucking disney i believe this is the first trias of horror produced under disney's ownership i think the one before this was the first one aired but this was the first one produced okay and it's like oh wait no here and then he shows the 666 symbol on her (laughs) and then maggie levitates herself and impales ned homer and marge and the way that the uh, spikes hit them their bodies are sort of laid over them they form three x's which forms the title treehouse of horror 30 and then maggie reveals the 666 on her head again but then there's also episode 666 or 667 if box changes the schedule Damn. those Damn sons of bitches you got both disney and fox in one yep oh. <laughs> nice. why not why not? So let's go into our first segment, Danger Things. Well, danger David, tell us about Danger Things. You did not just call him Danger David. <sighs> Diddly, I did. Dude, it, it, it's like I thought they were gone. Like I, I actually genuinely believed that the puns were gone. Like he hadn't done it for like it's five or six episodes. Branded. Five or six? No, it's been a while. This is our temporary treehouse finale, Mark. I'm going to be doing whatever I can. Uh, <laughs> the love of all things on the, uh, He does oh. what he wants. Okay. Oh my god. Danger anyway, he, he, he is. He does have the power to mute people's mics. True. Yep. But because I'm explaining this next segment, he's not going to mute mine. Nope. Yolf. Anyway, so parody. Obviously, it was Stranger Things. We, you know, knew it was going to happen eventually with The Simpsons. Um, obviously, we start out in the eighties. It just says the eighties. Eighties. Very abundantly clear. Yeah, and we got um, I think Milhouse, Nelson, Martin, or Martin, Lisa, and Bart. And Bart. Lisa wasn't in there. Oh, she wasn't in there. No. Okay, and they're in the treehouse playing um, ET <laughs> on Atari. On Atari. The, uh, which which I love, absolutely love that reference. Yeah, which yeah, if you're not familiar with the game, it's one of the worst kind of rated games ever which, of all time. Which I okay, a quick thirty second thing. I was watching a documentary about the company of Atari, and I love one of the quotes from one of the engineers. They say, "I don't understand why everyone gives that game so much shit." It's like we we made way worse games than that game. Yeah. The. Uh, <laughs> Because it was a licensed title, yeah. I just expected more of it. Uh, I mean, that's Spielberg's well. <laughs> I mean, you're not entirely wrong there. He was a part of that. Um, so yeah, uh, night ends. They're going home. Millhouse is riding his bike alone. Um, obviously, if you're a fan of Stranger Things, you know what happens next. He gets attacked by Demogorgon. 
Um, a few days later, um, his parents are kind of worried that he didn't show up that night. Um, Milhouse's dad goes crazy and starts bashing the walls with a sledgehammer because he thinks Milhouse is behind the walls. <laughs> he starts setting up the Christmas lights like um, Winona Ryder does in um, the actual show. The actual show. Uh, and so that Milhouse can communicate from the other side. Uh, and then <laughs> his mom's like, uh, well, Milhouse is gone. Now it's time for me to tell you that I'm having an affair. And he realizes that it's her dance teacher. It's Milhouse's breakdance teacher who is Disco Stew. And he, he does the worm going into the room and yeah. says, have you told him yet? Not now. Not and then he just worms back out of the room. Dude, it looked like he, his legs weren't working. That's like, the worm. The worm. It Have you seen the worm before? Yes. Okay. Many moons ago. But this looked way worse. <laughs> no, it's always been that bad. Yeah, it, it has. And then uh, Milhouse starts communicating with the Christmas lights. And then... His dad's, <laughs> dad's like, 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 now, your know. parents... Uh, the adults are loud talking. Go to your room. And then you see the lights ding, flicker ding, one by ding, one ding, going ding, up ding. the stairs. And he's like, easy on the light bill, son. <laughs> God, poor Milhouse. Freaking ass! Uh, and then he <laughs> from the other break. from the other side, he calls uh, makes a phone call to Lisa somehow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's asking um, if she likes no, Millhouse. Is Lisa there? Is this Millhouse? Like, well, no. that depends. Does, do you, you like, like Millhouse? I um, like him, but I don't like like him. Okay. Wrong, Wrong number. number. <laughs> Hangs yeah. up. Um, and uh, then we. Um, get a shot from the mall. Forget what the mall was called. It was Starcourt Mall, like in the show, but then the rats then kind rats of rearranged it. it into like Rat Court or something like that. Yeah, yeah something like that. Uh, so Lisa finds a portal to the other dimension, or the over and under is what they call it for The Simpsons. Yeah, the over and under, and then um, pretty much finds Millhouse wrapped in like really thin vines. And kind of takes them off. I'm like, you could have broken free and gotten out of here. I didn't want to. Is that what he said? It was I like, like the embracement. Na- I like the yeah. embracement. Yeah, well, if well, you see his parents. Well, it's me. just depressing. <laughs> <The, laughs> kind of depressing. Coming up, Millhouse. Then they realize that it's just a you know, more fucked up version of reality. Um, and then they pretty much are getting chased by a lot of Demogorgons. Yeah. And then they run a lot of them, and then they run into Homer in there. Well, first they hide in the school bus. Okay. And and Lisa reveals that she has psychic powers, and Milhouse asks, "You have powers? Well, all women do. We just don't like to because it makes you look unfeminine or something like that. Mm -hmm. We needlessly lost a lot of witches back in Salem. (laughs) Then they jump out of the bus because the Demogorgons are trying to get in. Um, then they run into Homer, who's for some reason in there and is exterminating them with a flamethrower. Because Mr. Burns opened up a portal yeah. to find monsters, and he's just in there, pretty much cleaning up, How many making portals sure. Does that man have? He's got yeah, he's got like the demon portal. <laughs> he's got quite a Stranger few Things portal. Yeah, he's got quite a few portals. He's man. rich; he can afford it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like normally, people make deals with Satan once. This dude must have made deals like five times with Satan. I mean, when you're a corporate billionaire, 
Or some kind of blackmail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm assuming blackmail because like you only get those deals like once. Again, he's a corporate yeah. billionaire. He's, yeah. he's going to have connections. It's got some fucking it's also great evil connections. Fuck. That too. But yeah, they run into Homer and he explains why he's there. Um, and then one of the Demogorgons tries to convince them to stay. I guess pretty yeah. much creating a whole pitch that this is not so bad. Schools are good. <laughs> you can walk to restaurants. Property values low. Property values low. They even have Amazon carriers. They <laughs> yeah. just throw packages at the door. Which is accurate because the regular carriers throw the packages at the door. So, yeah. Yeah, I've had some bad ones in the past. Yeah. I've been pretty lucky with mine. Me too. And then um, I think after that, they cut back to them in the living room just as a family living in this Demogorgon world. Um, and then a Ned Flander version of the Demogorgon comes in, and Homer's, ah, uses the flamethrower and fucking disintegrates him. Disintegrates him, yeah. This was, this was okay. The, yeah. It was, it was, I mean, like, I think it comes back to that old parody rule, is that if you don't really know the material as well, mm. I, I've, I've watched few episodes just for some reason i just wasn't able to get into really? stranger things i gotta give it another shot but a uh, but i just wasn't able to get mm-hmm. into it for some reason i i don't know why and this a lot of this stuff is lost on me yeah i like stranger things but don't love it um what holds me back from loving it is i grew up with all the stuff that it's taking from mm-hmm. so it's like I, I know what all this is from so it can never be great to me um I enjoyed this segment, but it is very like the jokes were there and a lot of the bits worked for me. But story wise, it just kind of hopped from Stranger Things reference to Stranger Things reference mm-hmm. without much connective tissue going from one scene kind to the of, next. It was kind of like piggyback writing on the premise. Yeah, so this one really is if you have not seen the show, you have no idea what to fill those holes in with. Yeah, yeah. it's spoiler like to too. Yeah. So. But I liked a good deal of the jokes. The uh, I like the Amazon one. I thought that was funny. The um, just whip your fucking package at the door. Just what? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, they're even in, they're even dicks in this world. <laughs> the uh, um, oh, at, no. and then uh, you know um, when Homer's like, you know, hey, be quiet, Lisa. Daddy's working. The uh, I thought that was funny. But yeah. um, uh, but yeah, but for the most part, like I was I, I was trying to get like it's almost like I wanted to. I, I actually felt. The way I feel about this segment is the way I feel about Stranger Things. I want to get into it, <laughs> but it's hard. The um, it's a it's a good show, but like Brandon said, like we know where it's taking from, so yeah. you can't really consider it original. But you know, I enjoyed it. It was funny. It got to the point. And the fact that people like season three is proof that eighties nostalgia has finally gotten too far. <laughs> yeah. Especially with like the ET game, they were freaking playing in the beginning. Yeah, that, that was you, you know that you, gotta be kinda, you gotta be kind of nerdy to know that. Reference. Yeah, yeah, you do. And I liked how when uh, Milhouse's father was trying to find Milhouse, he's just like throwing all these '80s nostalgia things out of the closet. Like there's a Prince record. <laughs> that was fucking um, hilarious. Some other things too. It was a good animation yeah. though. Like I, I liked the backgrounds yeah. that they made for this one. And the Demogorgons designs running around in there, and they. Did a really good job. Yeah, way more than there were in the show. Yeah, yeah. You way never more. see one. At, you never see more than one at a time in the show, especially like the first season. Yeah, 
Even in the second and third season, you only see one at one point. Yeah, in season two, it was like they went to like actually the, that big thing, the mind flare. Yeah, like mm-hmm. even actually now that I think about, it, even in season two, you get a baby one. Season three, you don't see the damn thing till the very end where they reveal it's in Russia. So yeah, yeah. But right. reviews there was like more than one towards like season um, three. Okay. The uh, I think the one thing I, I do want to co- kind of go back and go see real quick just because I know I missed a lot was when they were in the arcade and like they had all like the all arcade yeah, machines were all labeled. I saw a Charles in Charge. I missed I missed a bunch of game in there. The um the one I caught though that I liked was a complete waste of time. I, I was like I wish I had the pause. I mean we we you know obviously I could have asked for him but but we but, didn't. Correct. We were we were on a mission. We were, we wanted to get going. But um, but I will go back and I'll take a look at that real quick. I'll pause it and I'll, I'll see all the different background gags. Sure, the uh, I might not. My favorite part was like when the uh, Milhouse's parents are just in there fighting and he finally appears and just like go away. We're arguing right now. We're having loud talk. <laughs> go to your room. Don't drive up the electrical bill. Mark, tell us about segment two, Heaven Swipes Right. This is, it's hilarious. So it's it's amazing how they choose these parodies on very specific movies. So this parody is based on a movie called Heaven Can Wait, uh, which is based on a, I believe, another movie that was, it's the same premise, but there's another title of the movie in the 30s. And then also there is one in the early 2000s, which is... And one in the 40s as well. And one in the 40s as well. This has been done a couple of times. The, um, Here the, Comes Mr. Jordan was the 30s thank one. Thank you. And Down to Earth was the 2001 one yes. with Chris Rock. Chris Rock. They're all the same story. That um, uh, So uh, Homer's at a football game uh, hanging out with all his buddies. And uh, their, um, uh, their quarterback ends up choking. So he starts screaming, choke, choke, choke. And he asks for a hot dog. Uh, they toss him a hot dog, and then it goes directly into his mouth. And he, of course, chokes. chokes. The uh, and the, then they put him on the choke cam, and they watch everybody watches him die, um, <laughs> uh, which is disturbing in a different way. Though, and then uh, and then he literally becomes a ghost, and he's still shouting choke. And he looks down his body; he's like, "Oh, that's not good." The uh, so he goes up to heaven. And uh, they're checking him in, and he's like, this is not what hev- I thought heaven would look like. It's a very corporate retreat type of thing. He's like, yeah, God sold out to Google. <laughs> he's, he's just sitting in Miami as a hurricane starting. Huh. So I guess global warming is a thing. The so, um, Miami Marlins fan. Yeah. He's like, he's like, maybe I shouldn't have sold to Google. Yeah. The, um, uh, and then Did I make the right decision? Well, it was like a hurricane going on. I said, maybe global warming is real. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, um, my. The... So they they figure out through the course of checking all their information that it turns out, wait a minute, Homer's not supposed to die. It was an accident. So they say, um, he's like, yeah, I'll just come back and I'll, you know, get my body and then I can eat the lasagna that's still in the fridge tonight. And I certainly hope nobody took it. Um, and then they say, well, you can't really do that because your body is all, you know, bloated. And they show him a few pictures like, now, that's the before one, this is the after one. Literally Bart's on top of it, jumping on it. An extremely bloated body. Yes, even yeah. dumped in a lake. Pretty much. Oh, yeah, that's right, because the paramedics couldn't lift, lift him. him, so they just tossed him into the lake. Which begs the question, if they couldn't lift him, how the hell did they get him out of the stadium and into a lake? Through the power of they needed the joke to work. Yeah. It's a shitty joke! And it's con- called Bulldozer. And, and, and cartoon <laughs> logic. The, um... Uh, so... 
days. So they said, well, you can just choose from a couple different bodies. So he, uh, so the whole episode is him go- rotating through multiple different bodies. That's essentially the plot. I like how he just gets the option to do that just at free will. It's just like, just be, just be aware. This is the only way you get. No, no, he gets anybody he wants. Essentially, well, it's yeah. people who are gonna die that day anyway. Because mm. like the premise from the movie is, so I, so my favorite version of the movie is the 1978 one with Warren Beatty, um, who he actually co-directed it that one Mm. and so what happens is he dies but what happened was he wasn't supposed to die the the angel that was supposed to take his soul was pretty much really eager and there was like gonna be like a traffic accident he's on his bike going through a tunnel and there's a truck that like loses control and so the angel's just like i'm not gonna make him suffer i'm just gonna take his soul now but when they get to heaven they see through like all the bureaucracy and paperwork he was gonna make it through that traffic accident and live. So what then happens is like, okay, we'll get you back to your body, but he was cremated. So they are gonna find him a body of somebody who died, but nobody has discovered the body yet. Because even though that person died, nobody knows he's dead, so they can easily put his soul into that body and he can live out as that person. The, yeah, that's the general consensus. And literally the same thing happens in the Chris Rock one. The, he jumps from a bunch of different bodies. Um, How many times has this movie been remade? Least, it's been remade quite a bit. Like yeah. four or five um, uh, throughout the last... Is know, this like that one damn movie years. that came out uh, two years ago? The um, one with... Um, what the hell's her name? Uh, oh, um, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The one with Lady Gaga and yeah. Bradley Cooper. Uh, oh, Star is Born. Star yeah. Born's been remade a lot. Too. Yeah, that's, it's the same kind of concept. The, oh, okay. Uh, the um uh you know not same concept but, well, yeah, but yeah like the movie's just been done to death yeah over like the every past generation century. has its version yeah like so invasion of the body snatchers as well okay that movie yeah, hasn't true. been remade that many times mm, different versions about that? different versions it's different versions different concepts yeah. of the same of the same idea yeah but it's not called invasion of the body snatchers remake times v the same you know, 56 78 93 98 if you want to count the faculty 07 with Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig. Nicole Kidman and Dick. Yeah, I think How Puppet the Masters. Fuck did I not so. hear about that one? It wasn't well reviewed. The wasn't uh, well advertised either. I'm assuming. I remember advertisements for it. I sure should don't. The um, uh, you know what though? I will say though that, that at least the Heaven Can Wait one have has different titles. The um, it's the same concept, but it's but it, it's at least different titles, and there's different variations on it, like. I think one of them is like a, um, the first one was like a boxer, the next one was like a baseball guy, and then I, Chris Rock was a comedian, you know, it was a big stretch there. What year um, was the Chris Rock one? 2001. Yep. Yeah, uh, so, um, uh, the, uh-huh. um, I remember when I seen that like the year after it, when I like, rented it from Blockbuster one night. Comedy or serious? Comedy. Comedy. Okay. 100% comedy. Yeah. The, um, uh, and the other ones were kind of dramedies, comedies, they were, you know, they had a nice mix to them. Um, I saw Heaven Can Wait when I was really, you know, I was pretty young. Um, my dad showed that to me. The, um, it's a very enjoyable movie. It is. I, I gotta go and see it again as an adult. An odd pick for a Trios of Horror <laughs> spoof because it's a com- It's a romantic comedy. Yeah, it will. But Brandon, they've also done. They've shows some weird fucking things yeah. to parody out like, of it. Like uh, Diving Bell and the Butterfly yeah, spoof was, with the fart one. Uh, which that was just. We're not gonna talk about that one. Move on. The, it was a very <laughs> odd pick. So, so Homer's basically cycling through bodies. The first one he finds is a football player with a six-pack, um, which Marge, of course, you know, wants to do him because he has a six-pack. 
Um, she had no idea abs were even real. They apparently so. <laughs> and then they go ahead and do it, and then she wakes up the next day, and he's literally already ruined the body in one night. <laughs> it's no. just like the funeral donuts were so good. And then he just loses all his, his hair all at once. And Marge is like, this is not going to work. Um, I think you need to find something else. I think, you know, I can't remember the next, I think it was the, was it the uh, Principal Skinner's boss that he yeah, finds next? Yeah, Superintendent Chalmers. Oh yeah, uh, Superintendent Chalmers. So um, he goes through a whole thing. Uh, Bart convinces him to choose that one. Kind of fucks with Skinner a little bit and give him a purple nurple. Himself. Give yourself a purple nurple. Right, like Bart's supposed to get all A's and now give yourself a purple nurple. Yep. Purpler. Purpler. Uh. It's pure indigo. The man said purpler. They, uh, <laughs> damn it. And, and, then, um, and then probably one of my favorite jokes of the entire segment was when he uh, when he gets his paycheck. It's like, well, I'm going to find out what a superintendent makes. And he opens it up and then he dies. Of a just heart saying, attack. <laughs> just instantly. <laughs> instant death. Fucking face plants just like, nope. The, um, uh, the, um, uh, and then he uh, cycles through a few more, uh, few more options. And then finally landing on the perfect option. Um, uh, oh, uh, at one point he was Mr. Teeny. Yeah, he was a monkey. He's monkey. He's a monkey. Um, uh, he's like, I, I thought that something was weird when I was watching Planet of the Apes, and, and I, I wanted to root for, for the, the monkeys. And Marge is like, I, you know, I, I don't even know. You changed so many bodies. I don't even know who you are anymore. Like, you know, pick one. So he ends up uh, picking one to be revealed that it is Mo. The because uh, fucking weird reasons. But, yeah, and it and gets then, weirder. And the then next bit, and then uh, Maggie. It turns out that uh, Maggie has Mo's soul now. Uh, she takes takes out the pacifier, and then it's Mo's voice saying, um, "Hey Marge, I'm I'm uh, you know I I'm really happy to be here. And by the way, I'm thirsty." And Marge's like, "No, do it in wise guy." The uh, what's up? Do it in wise guy. No, I will not. I will not imitate Mo. God damn. I will Maybe not. Zach hey, Marge, I'm thirsty. No, I can't. Do the, it. I will, <laughs> that was the wor- your your comic book guy is very good. But that was the worst Mo I've ever heard. Yeah, I can't yeah. do Mo. Thank you. The um, uh, I, 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 Hank Azaris. I love Hank Azaris's explanation about how he got Mo. He's like, "That's my shitty Al Pacino uh, voice." The uh, <laughs> I still my, don't get how that's a shitty Al Pacino reference. It's like, it's like my failed attempt to do Al Pacino. The um, it's it literally he took the high the higher voice of Al Pacino during the early days pre Scarface. Um, and then added a little bit more gravel to it, and then yeah. you got Mo. Overall, it was a, it was a pretty... It was a fun one. It was a, it was a fun. I mean, like, it was nothing too one way or the other about it. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I move on. I just thought it was fun when he was just going through all the different bodies. It's like trial bases, I guess, because they're going to die that day anyway, so... I did think... I thought, I thought it was cool, though, how they incorporated, though, the Tinder shit into the whole old concept of... Of you know, heaven can wait. You know, doing the whole swipe yeah, thing and yeah. looking for things. I th- I thought that was a cool concept. Um, it, it kind of did an updated modern version of it. And actually, if they ever did an, another remake of the version, they may steal that idea. Maybe it's it's not a bad like, idea to, to run that story. Yeah, I like when he was like flipping through the photos. At one point, we saw Professor uh, Hubert from Futurama in there. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. One of many references of Futurama within Simpsons. But yeah, overall, it was a pretty it was, it was a fun episode. Uh, the superintendent thing was fucking hilarious. They and it ended on a very disturbing note. Mo is soul and Maggie wanting to suck on Mar- uh, uh, Marge's tits. It's still really just curious of how that happened. Yep. Yeah, and that, imply, like... that implies both that Mo was not supposed to die that day and that Maggie, Maggie was. was. Yeah, which is fucked up. Well, 
It's not the what first time that, that, that like infant murder has happened in a, in a treehouse episode. So <laughs> true. Yeah. So you know the the only difference is that groundskeeper Willie wasn't there that time. <laughs> the uh, true. Just, <laughs> even Zach just, was like, yeah, that's a little fucked up. Just Mo being very perverted as usual. Mo being Mo, but in Maggie's body. That that reminds <laughs> me of one episode, one regular episode. I can't remember what it was but i think okay i remember what it was it was the one where bart got dennis leary's cell phone you showed me that one yeah and dennis leary tells marge you can keep the phone but here's a word of advice switch on the gps and you can track where your boy goes because your son is trouble and marge is feeling uneasy about spying on their son and homer says no 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 it's okay to spy on people you love and then you see like a hidden camera in the room and then it cuts like Mo in a room watching them. And he's like, yeah, that's right, Marge. And then it cuts to the FBI in a van and they're watching Mo and they're just like, keep talking, pervert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every word you say buys you another 10 years in the slammer. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's fantastic. I enjoyed this one. It was very fun. Yeah, it was fun. The uh, it it kept its pacing, it kept its energy. Um, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. It was fun. So Zach, you get the last one for this episode. When Harry met Slimy. Yeah. So this is a Shape of Water parody. So yeah. So it starts off with one of the smoky old lady sisters Some. of March. Yeah, smoky old lady sister of March. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, Marge's old sister, Smoky Lady, uh, is uh, yeah working at the plant. So apparently, there's a nice little secret facility at the bottom of the plant. Uh, she's trying to talk to the um, what's it called, lady who can't speak from the actual movie, but she can speak in this. She just really doesn't want to talk to Smarky old lady sister. She talks to her in sign language, and in the subtitles it says, "I can talk. I just choose not to talk to you." Yeah. So uh, Smoky old lady sister woman uh, decides. She's just going to go for a smoke in this uh, do not enter room over here that's sealed off with a nice big blast door and all that. The the Simpsons have a real hard problem with ignoring signs or following directions on signs. All right, continuing on. So she goes in there. There's a bunch of weird little experimental things, a bunch of test tube uh, skinners, I think they are. Yeah. No, it's Burns. 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 Some Burns vultures. Which the test tube burns and the vulture burns. Those have been in previous episodes before. And, there you go. Yeah, regular episodes. Yeah. And considering the conversation we just had about Burns about 30 seconds ago, it's, is that really that shocking to find that he has clones of himself in a, in a, no, in a, in a secret no. government facility no. somewhere? No, again. So, yeah, she goes to a corner of the room. She starts smoking. And then, uh, what's his name? Uh, was it Kang? Kang, yes. Yeah. Uh, he's essentially in the pool where the murky guy from the movie would be. And then, essentially, most of this episode is just these two falling in love with each other. That's really what happens. You know, they start, you know, hitting on each other. the L word. Hmm? That really should have been a conversation, but okay. Yeah. So later on in the episode, uh, Burns comes in and says, We're going to dissect you, but I could tell you the, you know, secret process for clean, efficient energy. Oh, we were going to do it tomorrow, but now we're going to do it today. So he leaves. They need to escape. So she calls Homer. She's just like, what the hell do you want? And she's just like, 
do you want me to get away from the planet for the rest of your life? And he shows up immediately to help her out. So yeah. You rang. <laughs> so his plan is to smuggle Kang out in this radioactive barrel filled with mice. He puts them in. Thank you for considering the mice. And he just starts to eat them. So they sneak him out the back door. And uh, Burns is about to catch them. But then Homer's just like distraction. Words. Uh, hold off a little bit. And Kang, do it! And Kang proceeds to eat. Smithers uh, head. Yeah, the uh, gay assistant's head off. and Smithers. Uh, yeah, Burns just gets knocked out. And then they drive over to what is essentially the Hollywood Boulevard sign thing or whatever. Where Kodo shows up to pick everybody up. And then out of nowhere, Kang pulls out the fucking infinite gauntlet. <laughs> you had that the whole fucking time. Why didn't you use it? Yeah, that was random. Yeah, and then just incinerates awesome. everybody. So yeah, him, uh, Kang, Kodos... Both of these smoky old lady ugly sisters of Marge uh, decide to leave with King and Kodos, and they essentially, you know, become a relationship and end of episode. And then there's an after credit scene because they made a Marvel joke where they're on some really hot planet, and uh, smoky old lady sister people are nagging King and Kodos, and they are clearly annoyed. Um, it's boring. It did not work for me. No, it, it really did. Uh, there was there was one joke that I laughed really hard at, and I actually made Pickett as my favorite joke. It may uh, be the same one yeah. I might be picking, the, uh, but should we just save that for yes. our wrap up? Yeah. yeah, we can save that. Yep. All so, right, then but, I won't bring it was, up. But there was one. There was one really, really funny joke. But besides that, it was a pretty bleh episode. Yeah, I would say a below average episode. Yeah. Not much to say for this one. Yeah, it's waiting for it to get done. Yeah, that one joke was the only thing I liked about the segment. Which doing a Shape of Water parody isn't a bad idea, no. and it's uh, you think the idea of pairing Selma with Kang was a good idea, but it was like just the jokes weren't there. Yeah, because the creature from the Shape of Water actually did appear in the pool, and they're just like, "Ah, yeah. oh, that dude's ugly," and they and ate they him. They roast him and eat him. <laughs> yeah, I don't have much to say about this one. No, it just didn't work. Yeah. Just move to the wrap up. All right, so. Funniest moment of Treehouse of Horror thirty. I, I, be, I believe that that is. I believe that you and I have the same one, which is uh, which is um, uh, Mr. Burns um, mm-hmm. uh, telling uh, in the third segment, telling the uh, army guys to um, don't shoot at the van, shoot at the driver, and then the army guy shoots at the driver that's driving their car. It's like not our driver. Yeah, <laughs> fucking moron. That's that's what I was gonna pick as well. Yeah, that, it, that was a pretty funny episode or a pretty funny moment. And then the um, the um, when he dies, when he sees the uh, um, uh, superintendent's paycheck, that was definitely a time for that funniest moment. I also liked the boys playing the ET video game at the beginning of segment one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no video game can be better than this. That's because you two have that joke you loved for segment three which is also one of my favorites i'm gonna pick a different one and i'm just gonna go with uh Milhouse's parents arguing and fighting and telling Milhouse to go fuck himself because they're arguing even the though electric- he's in a different dimension yeah the electricity joke don't run up the electricity bill uh scariest creepiest grossest darkest most violent moment i know what mine is go ahead mo in Maggie's yeah. body. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. I I really can't beat that. No. I wish I could do the voice. The um I I can't. Like I can't beat that. Like I mean like yeah the, the stuff where they all get stabbed and they make the the mm-hmm. the, uh, the triple X's was pretty cool That's violent wise. Right. But but just the idea behind the Mo Maggie thing 
is just creepy. It's also kind of funny. It, there's also like, and there's other things to think about too with that. Like, um, the more you think about it, the creepier and weirder and more disturbing it becomes. I would yeah. just say weirder. The, um, uh, you know, Maggie was supposed to die and Mo wasn't. Yeah, I'm going to have to choose the same one just because it's really disturbing. Yeah, a Felony. Of, a lot of implications with this one. <laughs> Felony. Because, yeah. I mean, a second choice would probably have to be somebody or watching somebody play freaking E.T. Because I didn't like the game. It was pretty bad. <laughs> that was your most disturbing moment? Yeah, that was my most disturbing moment, reliving that <laughs> moment. Zagamus. <laughs> oh, oh, fucking um, the Mo thing. Yeah. It's kind of hard to top that one. Yeah, it really is. Man, Atari. The, uh, Fucking horrifying. So, least favorite segment of the episode. Three. 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 Yeah, it was just three, boring. Three, three. Like, there was just nothing. They didn't do the parody well enough. It was a yeah. great concept. Yeah. It just, it felt flat everywhere. Besides that one joke. And that's the only thing that all four of us really probably took from that one segment. Yeah, yeah I, I would, I would, I would, you know, yeah, it was just a very, very boring segment. There wasn't a lot going on. The, um, yeah, I mean, and also to, again, going back to the parodies, I have not seen this movie, so therefore I am, I am a little bit behind on, on what's going on. I don't know if, if, if it helped at all. No, but, no, no, not wow. really. Okay, wow, well, that was a, yeah. you know, that was, that was a, at the same time, consensus right there. Yeah, yeah, this it. was a bad parody. This was a yeah. boring segment. Even that car joke was just kind of meh. Like, and again, just throwing the fucking infinite gauntlet for no reason. Like, what the hell? Yeah, that was super random. Like, <laughs> yeah. unnecessarily random. The uh, But yeah, overall, kind of, you know. Yeah, segment. not yeah, much to it, say. It's it just flat. boring. That's really it. Yeah, and it's a good movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good movie. Not a good parody. No. On, on my list of, yeah. of shit to see. Yeah, there's just yep. nothing about it. Not even the animation. Nothing that was just like, ooh. I'll enjoy that. It's just yeah. one joke. Okay. All right. Favorite segment of Treehouse of Horror 30. Mine would probably be the second one. I think that was the most complete story. It was definitely not of the horror genre, but it did end with a creepy moment. Overall, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, it was a very solid segment. I'm going to say two as well, just because of the ending and the Stranger Things thing was just meh. Yeah, Stranger Whoa. Things wasn't bad, but it just kind of hopped from story beat to story. Like if you haven't seen the show, it's there's a lot of holes that you're gonna be missing. I'm also gonna go with two as well. I actually was enjoyed from I enjoyed it from start to finish. The um, there was too much inconsistency um, and just overall kind of eh um, from the other two. So the second one I enjoyed from start to finish. And um, it was, was kind of cool just to see a parody on a movie that not a lot of people know about and actually be done well. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to go with one with this one just because, A, I am a fan of Stranger Things. <gasps> uh, I, <laughs> two, I am a big fan of the 80s and arcade games. So it brought a lot of, you know, memories back, obviously. And I am a fan of the animation for the first segment. Um, and then how they did with the underworlds over an underworld that they had. Over under. So twos, you know, I enjoyed it. But the only thing I loved about it was the ending because it was fucking disturbing. <laughs> and that's the only thing I'm going to remember about it. And then obviously third was fucking boring as hell. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, it was, uh, it was an okay episode. 
I thought it had a good intro. The intro was the best part about it, in oh, my yeah. opinion. Intro was good. First segment uh, definitely hopped from beat to beat, but jokes were there. Mm-hmm. Second segment I thought was solid, and unfortunately just kind of ended on a flat line below average. Kind of, yeah, boring segment, which is kind of disappointing, but hey, they can't all be winners at 90 plus stories, yeah. plus intros and some wraparounds. Like, there's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that was packed into these episodes. Yeah, yeah they, and as, uh, as of like mid, like, you know, right in the middle of The Simpsons, because I'm, you know, I'm not a major fan like um, Brandon, but I don't hate it like Zach. Um, <laughs> Maggie was like one of my least like favorite characters like watching The Simpsons and like doing like the treehouse. I think Maggie's like one of my favorite characters because she's kind of fucking badass. I was gonna say Maggie was always one of the characters that I didn't really mind just because of these. Thank you all for listening to today's discussion about The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror 30. We will of course get our discussion about Treehouse of Horror 31 out to you as soon as we are able to. But be sure to tune in to our YouTube channel tomorrow for a special little surprise from us. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to listen to all of our previous Treehouse 4 discussions. But also look up our regular podcast, The Nightmares Podcast, wherever podcasts are available. And look us up on social media at Midwest Horror Network on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Slasher. And, of course, if you are checking this out on YouTube, please give that like button a press and that subscribe button a smash. And then go ahead and click that little dingy bell to be notified every time we drop amazing content here on the Midwest Horror Network channel on YouTube. And if you are listening to this on Spotify or several other streaming um, services, uh, go ahead and press that little follow button to also be notified every time we do something special like this. And also every time we drop a brand new podcast, The Nightmares Podcast. We will see you all tomorrow over on the YouTube channel for something very special for Halloween. Happy October 30th, everyone, and have a great Halloween tomorrow.